0: David Kaplan
1: and Jonathan
0: Hood. Good morning, everyone! Bring them out, bring them out. out.
1: Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, God! Welcome in to the Kaplan J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With Dion Miller in for cap, I am Jay Hood. We got Jay. We got Jay Moore. We got you for this three-hour ride on a waddle Wednesday. What open phone lines for you? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 our telephone number. Dion, on loan from Peggy and Dion, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: Doing very it's well. Nice Thank to you. see you. Nice to be seen.
2: Well, I'm glad to be in this morning. Let's get this day rolling.
1: We got a lot to talk about here. Um, there's so much to happen. Love what I saw on the west side last night. That was so exciting. No, I wasn't kicking that. I'm talking about the Bulls. <laughs> I'm about the Bulls. That was, that was fun last night. We'll get to that. Um, and we've got Waddle. Of course, it's a Waddle Wednesday. It's themed a Waddle Wednesday because Tom's going to be with us at uh, 835 to talk about the Super Bowl, the Bears, and everything else in between.
2: That's awesome. Now, are we his alarm clock? Like the wake-up call? He's an early riser. Oh, he is. Oh, o- I love an early riser. Well, Great. He's, a, he's
1: an older man, so you know. <laughs> and while he's getting up to pee... He decides, I might as well stay up and get ready for 835.
2: That sounds great.
1: So that, that's why we have Tommy coming up at 835. But, but first, you know, Dion Cap and I have talked a lot about what is going on with the Chicago Bears. And I know that for some of our audience, you're like, oh, my God, the Bears are not in the Super Bowl. And the Bears are not going to play this Sunday. But there's always new information. The reason why that we yeah. talk about what's happening with the Bears is because there's always fresh opinions, not just from us and our listeners. But it's a lot that's coming from experts Mm -hmm. and those that are closer to the Bears or on the inside, and they're trying to tell you now, even though it's Super Bowl week, what is happening with the Bears every day and what they're thinking. And so Adam Schefter talked about it, and a lot of people are talking about it. People are intrigued especially when you're at the top of the draft on what exactly you're going to do.
2: Oh, it's intriguing because they were in this position last year, and they traded it away, a, a, a wonderful trade that Ryan Poles put together for DJ Moore and put them in this position again. I think that's what, to me, is so fascinating. I, I know there have been teams that have picked consecutively or have had that number one pick consecutive years, but the way that he navigated it, and and I argue that they are a better team picking one, then like they shouldn't be picking that high right so yes. so they're in a better position to add a quarterback and and make it and have it have it impact things right away which is another thing that's intriguing right it's not like a carolina situation where you draft Bryce Young and you still have all of this other work to do around him i feel like it's a far different thing which is why the conversation is so much more intriguing i am sort of tired of I'm I'm tired of it too like yeah. I, I'm exhausted by it too I want to know what, what direction to go I think it was Sunday night when Kingsbury was announced as the offensive coordinator in Washington and and it was like oh let the let everybody's conspiracies continue to fly that Caleb Williams, that the commanders are going to trade up so they can get that one picking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this for another 12 weeks of my life. Like oh, I just I can't do it.
1: Look, no, I, I totally get that. And just, you know, we're always have, I would say let's pull the curtain back, but the curtain's always back on Captain J Hood. So there is no curtain to pull back. It's, <laughs> it's just open the entire it's time. It's just wide no, ass open. That's how the curtain <laughs> is, right? There is no pulling back the curtain. But just for our listeners, again, we do not apologize for the Bears' coverage. First of all, we're the home of the Bears that's one. But two, I think that people have to realize that the Bears at number one, as far as the draft is concerned, and what they will do in free agency, is not just talked about here. I have friends of mine that are producing and hosting right now in Las Vegas at the Super Bowl. And they're talking about San Francisco and Kansas City and that Mm -hmm. storyline, sure. But they're also talking about the Bears because they're at the top of the draft. And I think even last year, if you recall, many were talking about the Bears saying, okay, this is the team that's going to break out because they have the number one pick. They traded to get DJ Moore. And they felt that there would be a breakthrough with the Mm -hmm. Chicago Bears team. So even on the shows over our shoulder here, the get-ups and and all the shows um, that are on television... There's always on the bottom of the line, there's Greenberg or or Stephen A. Smith or whomever, on the bottom line, the lower third, Bears, what should they do with the number one pick? So it's not like this is just something that we do here. Everyone, not only here, but also in Las Vegas right now, are talking about what the Bears could do, what they should do, how can they get over the hump?
2: Well, there are reporters from our fine city in Las Vegas Asking those questions of the participants of the Super Bowl, which continues to keep it at the forefront of what we're talking about. And it's interesting to see their responses. It's interesting to see what people say about what the Bears should do.
1: Yeah, I mean, and keep, keep in mind, spring training right around the corner for the Cubs and the White Sox, and we we're talk about the Bulls later on. But the point is, though, is that everyone's wondering about the Chicago Bears. Not like polarizing like the Dallas Cowboys, but people are just curious on how the Bears will handle this. And so Adam Schefter was on Waddle and Sylvie yesterday. If you missed it, go into the archives of the ESPN Chicago app. Click Wild and Sylvie and check out the podcast and so you can hear it in its entirety. We have cuts for you like this one. Would the Bears still receive a big haul if they deal the number one pick to Washington because Caleb Williams, you know, quote-unquote, won't play for the Bears?
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know what you guys have discussed as potential compensation. Uh, but to me, it's at a minimum of two ones. Ooh. Start there. Minimum. Yeah, because Yurko was, like, throwing at us, like, a third, like, because it's only one spot. We said, screw that. that Like, you get the world. Yeah. I don't care that it's one spot. It's, It's one spot for one allegedly generational talent. And if he is what people say and you love him and you are the Bears and you're giving up the right to go pick this guy for whatever reason... Then, then you're going to be and should be compensated.
1: Okay, Dion. there's more from Adam wow. Schefter here, but would you still re- uh, receive a big haul if the, you doubt the number one pick to Washington because Caleb Williams, you know, quote-unquote, won't play for the Bears? Okay, well, well, of course you would. Of course yes. you would. Yes. If, if, if the Bears decided, and I don't know why they would do this, but if they looked at Caleb Williams and they did their due diligence and there was something in his past or his present they did not like and they felt like, yeah, he wouldn't be a fit for the Bears here, even though he's got a great ability. The guy can run with the football. He's got a can of an arm. They say that this could be the next Andrew Luck dot, 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 or mm-hmm. whatever young quarterback that came through the Pico over the last 10 years. If they found something they didn't like, yeah, Caleb Williams wouldn't be a Chicago Bear. So, But I don't know if we're going to get that, and that's why I'm just locked in on the Bears passed on it last year, the quarterback class. You're not going to do that two years in a row.
2: I don't think so either. No. And and I don't think they're going to get that. Everyone that has talked that knows Caleb and has spoken about his character has has talked a lot about his leadership, about the kind of guy he is, his work ethic. Lincoln Riley was on the Pat McAfee show this week, and he talked about what a great guy he is and and how he has navigated all of this and kind of stayed a little bit quiet. And they were talking about when he talks, it's news. If he's not talking, it's news like he's navigated a lot for a young guy. And they and. I think he does have a lot of those leadership qualities that the Bears are looking for.
1: There's always going to be a team out there that says, uh, you know what, we just need a quarterback just to solidify our team. A desperate general manager, a smart general manager, an infrastructure that works. Either way, there's going to be a team that says, you know, I can use Justin Fields. We can accentuate the positives and hide the negatives in his game. We can be able to give him... The, the wide receivers, tight ends, the running lanes, good offensive line, for him to be able to flourish, uh, you know, Fields 2.0, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And so Adam Schefter was asked, uh, what is the Fields trade market like?
0: I think it would be limited to a certain extent, but it really doesn't matter if it would be limited because if there were just a couple of teams, and I think there could be, then that's all it takes. So, you know, it doesn't take something where you need – 18 teams all vying for services, if there are a couple, and like I said, I think there could be, uh, then, then it becomes something that becomes relevant. And we'll see whether or not it happens. Do you believe they would get a second-round pick for Justin Fields? Definitely. Definitely? I, definitely. I think, I think they might get a one. Ooh, really? I do, yeah. Who may be willing to give up that one if you had to?
3: Spin the wheel and make it stop somewhere.
0: Right. Well, just look at all the teams that need quarterbacks. Put them all on a piece of paper. And <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you give me a team that needs
1: quarterbacks. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. I know. So, without saying, and all yes. you need is
2: one. All you need is one. You don't need like four or five teams to be No. You need one. One GM to say, I see in him, or one coach to be convincing to his GM, like we can. We can use him. We can fix him in whatever capacity
1: it, you need to. That's what it is. I can fix him. Yeah. I know that this is the elixir that can help our football team. Without saying it, and Schefter won't do that because he's he's so wired into the league. He won't put won't any other teams on the bus. But he says look around the league for teams that need quarterback. Pittsburgh,
2: mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. You know,
1: there's teams of that nature Yeah, New England. There's a number of teams that, that need a quarterback that you say, okay, we can be able to clean him up or clean up his game or he fits what we do.
2: Yeah, and, and Justin, I, I'm still not convinced the Bears are parting ways with him, but if they do, I, I think that he could use that fresh, like, view of things. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he could use that change, and it would help his game also.
1: Well, I mean, listen, here's what's, what's not going to happen. As far as I could tell, it's not going to be Justin Fields and Caleb Williams on the same roster. Uh, no. So, I mean, you may not be convinced that's going to happen, but I think that between now and we get to the draft, there's going to be, at least from what we can feel, that there's going to be a deal in place. You know, there's very few that have brought this up, that they would like to see Caleb Williams and Justin Fields on the same team for Fields to be able to have someone that he could battle in camp. But that's, that's something that you and I have seen a lot mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's happening here because of the compensation that you could be, that you could be able to get from a team.
2: Yeah, but also, just just their personalities. Like those, if if they the Bears are all about so, wanting someone to be a leader and someone to be that kind of like alpha guy, that got, uh, they're not going to want to be options. They're yeah. going to want to be the guy. Right. I, they, you know, Caleb Williams is is going to be frustrated coming in and feeling like, wait a minute, like I, I can do this. I don't need to be battling somebody. I know, but and Fields would feel the same way, correct?
1: But yes, but we have seen examples as of late. I mean, Mahomes did not start. At the beginning of his career, right, right, I just had to sit. Now th- there's a philosophy in that, in which you bring in a a, a quarterback, first pick, ninth pick, fifteenth pick, and you say you're going to learn, you're going to wait. The whole thing with Trubisky, Trubisky didn't start right away. They brought in Mike Glennon, <laughs> they brought Mike Glennon in, and, and that that didn't work.
2: Right, right, but you have to have the right veteran starter in front of a young quarterback to use that kind of model. You can't bring parade out Mike Glennon and pay him $18 million and sit there and convince us all, this is Mike's year. I agree. Oh, stop it. I, I agree. Like, and and, and what, is, what is Mitch learning from Mike Glennon? Exactly. Well,
1: I mean, ultimately, you wanted Mike Glennon in there because he could see over the line more so than a quarterback because he, he had a, a, a giraffe's uh, neck. neck. So exactly. That's why. Well, stre- yes, but that's
2: not a learned hey! trait. That's not a learned trait. You can't teach someone how to see over. You can't? The defense. You can't. You can't grow your it a, neck. It was a, it was a draft there. It did not he work. He taught Mitch how to be a backup quarterback. That's what he
4: taught him. Oh, <laughs> Dion De- makes a good point because I always hear, why can't we do what the Packers do? Right. Well, you don't have Brett Favre yes. right. to is put in front of Aaron Rodgers. And you don't have Aaron Rodgers to put in front of Jordan Love. Correct. You can't right. just do it with anyone. Like The Patriots tried to do it when Tom Brady was, uh-huh. they thought, entering the twilight. And drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. And they were going to have Jimmy Garoppolo sit for three seasons behind Tom Brady, and then he would have taken the job. But spoiler alert, Tom Brady was Leo in Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't effing leaving.
2: <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. So it didn't work. So was it?
4: But you, you, Dion's right in that you have to have the great quarterback in place first if you're going to go that route.
2: Who was in front of Patrick Mahomes? Was it Alex, Alex Smith. Smith?
4: Yeah, Alex
1: Smith. You recall.
2: Yeah. I Alex remember. Smith. Yeah.
1: So that that's why that, that does not work. The reason why I brought that up is because that's not going to be a thing here. No,
2: it's not going to be a thing here. It's going to be one so, or the other. Yes.
1: It looks like that they're not going to pass up on the quarterback class twice. So, Shay, let's open the phone lines this morning. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number for you, the Bears fan. And, again, this is not something that – not just us talking about it, but friends of mine in Las Vegas, they're hosting shows right now, at Radio Row and producers as well are bringing this up along with the Super Bowl conversation. So let's ask this. What's the best trade for the future of the Bears? What's the best trade for the future of this team? Is it a first-round pick for Justin Fields or multiple first-round picks for Caleb Williams? Let's talk about that. And we'll hear more from Adam Schefter as well, who's owned Wadland Sylvie. But let's get your calls in here about a first round pick for Fields. Think about that as you drive. Or multiple first round picks for Caleb Williams. What's best for the Bears in your viewpoint? It's Captain Jay Hood on the Home of the Bears ESPN 1000. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back to Captain J. Hood on
2: Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN Chicago. <laughs>
0: go, uh,
1: go. 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 cap and jay hood weekday morning seven to ten here on esp1000 and streaming on the esp chicago app and now here's dion miller in for cap i'm jay hood we got Shout or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock. If you're just joining us, we're talking about what's best for the future of the Bears, a first-round pick for Justin Fields or multiple first-round picks for Caleb Williams. It's just not us, Dion. Everyone's wondering about the Bears. I know.
2: It's interesting. It's not just us.
1: Um, some thoughts from Adam Schefter. Um, <laughs> Schefter says, do you believe the Bears could get a second-round pick for Fields? Definitely. I, th- I think they might get a one.
2: How about that? That is... That, I mean, that's the direction I think they should go.
5: Am it's I allowed feasible. to answer
2: that now? I think yeah. <laughs> a first-round pick for Justin Fields makes the most sense for the future of this team. Get, get a quarterback like Caleb Williams. Get Caleb Williams. And pair him with Shane Waldron. And, and let this offense take a giant step in a new direction.
1: You know, here's the thing that we should, we should talk to Justin Fields' fans it's a difference between Justin Fields fans and Bears fans. Yeah.
2: There's a difference. Yes, there's a difference. There's.
1: You, you heard on that show with Peggy, you hear the Bears fan, the ones that will call on Saturday and say, you know, why are we doing this to Justin Fields? Now you and I are not doing anything to Justin Fields. No, we're not. But but I but I understand the from the standpoint of hey, you're going to get a better offensive line or better offensive linemen, definitely a center. You're going to get another bookend wide receiver. Yeah. You're going to try to upgrade your offense anyway. So why does that have to happen for Caleb Williams and not Justin Fields? I understand that point of mm-hmm. view because is that because you you because you rock the jersey? Is that because you have an emotional investment in Justin Fields? That point of view of saying, hey, if you're going to upgrade anyway, why can't you do that for Justin Fields and why do you do right. this for a rookie? Right. Well, I just like I think for anything in sports, you have the right to upgrade at the positions that you choose to. Yes, right? of course, of it's, course. It's, it's like when, it, when the breaking news came across your phone about. Uh, Craig Council being the manager of the Cubs. Yeah. You said, well, they were just fine with Rossi. Why would they do that? Why would they do it? Because they felt like if Council can win in in a smaller market like Milwaukee, imagine what he could do with money.
2: Right. And so right. they
1: thought him was like one of the best, brightest managers in the game. And so that was an upgrade.
2: Yes, I thought
1: that here in this offseason, the, the Bears should upgrade their head coaching position. Mm-hmm. All these coaches are available. Some of them are hall of famers, I know. right? And you don't do sorry, Eberflus and, and this is what you do. I know. You stick with Bill that Belichick
2: stuff? doesn't have a job. I'm just no. saying, right? No, I I agree with you, and what you just said is something that bothers me like in my everyday life. I hate fine. I hate when people are like, "Oh, it's fine." Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why are we settling for fine? Yes. I want home runs. I want we nailed it. I want we are excelling. I don't want fine. Fine feels like lukewarm, like gross. Yes. It's disgusting to me. I say that all the time to my producers at ABC7. I'm like, "How was that story?" They're like, "Oh, it was fine." I was like, "Oh my gosh, like stop it. Don't. Yes. That's a that to me is an insult. <laughs> I don't want to be fine. And yes, I love David Ross. Justin Fields, I'm a huge Justin Fields fan, but settling for fine is not okay.
1: We are going to hook you up and take care of your Super Bowl party. Uh, thanks to Lou Malnati's. We have a phrase that pays that we'll hook you up with. Uh, We're going to play that phrase for you coming up at 730 just to let you know when to call um, to be able to take care of your Super Bowl party. Lou Malnati's has got it. Hey, don't worry about shopping. Lou Malnati's has your Super Bowl party. We'll tell you how you can be able to win coming up at 730 right here on Cap and J. Hood. It's fine. As we go to the phone lines, (laughs) 312-332. bananas. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Because that is the, the equivalent of that'll do.
2: I, yes,
1: my mom hate that'll do. No, it's like no, that's meaning that'll suffice. Yeah, so just that'll suffice is just something that's temporary. Yes, it's just spackle.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it, it's,
1: it's not. I mean, it'll it won't hold for a while. It'll just. It's that'll a band aid. It do. will
2: just get you from A to B. It will not help you to thrive. Yeah, it was fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that
1: drives you nuts, oh right? i hate it i hate
2: it so much <laughs> so let's
1: go to the phone lines to talk to you we're talking about the bears 312-332-3776 is our phone number let's go to the phone lines to talk to you south side here's jarvis on cap and J hood dion is in for cap jarvis good morning
5: good morning to the both of you i, I want to uh, aim my question at dion because i love her opinions now you know, the last 13 that we had as a starting quarterback, his name was Rick Meyer. And if I can re- remember, he was he was like Frosted Flakes. He didn't bring out the Tiger in anybody. Y'all remember Rick Meyer? I anybody do. Anybody remember him? G- G- 13, yes. Yeah, they traded they a tra- the number one to get him. I, I'm just a believer, and I'm not going to stay long because I want to give other people a chance. I'm just a believer. You know, you got a chance, again, to to fill up a lot of – The holes that you have on the team. And sometimes you have to play poker. And if you want to be honest, I don't care if you pick first or you got the Mr. Irrelevant pick. Every draft pick in any sport is a crapshoot because you really don't know how they're going to turn out as professionals. You're just going off of what people say, highlights, and things like that. I say, let's, let's, let's roll the dice one more time because you still need to patch that offensive line. And it doesn't matter what quarterback you got, but if you don't have a good offensive line, you're not going to get no results. So I just want to sit back. I want Deanna to respond to this, because I I love the area she be coming from when she be talking about sport. I just want to hear what she got to say about that. You all have a great day.
1: Jarvis, we appreciate the
5: phone call.
2: So I'm I'm thinking about this. You're right, Jarvis. This is not, and I'm under no disillusions that the Bears are a... Plug in a new quarterback and win situation. They still have a lot of needs on their roster, and there's there are ifs about Caleb Williams. It just feels like we hear more uh, of the positive that he that will translate when he comes to the NFL. That he will be able to make that transition much more smoothly than we've seen some of the other quarterbacks that have made that. It's difficult, but I feel like he still can. Now in in Jarvis's defense as well, or or or, or thinking that maybe it wouldn't work out is the fact that. The quarterbacks that are playing in this Super Bowl were not taken number one overall, mm-hmm. neither one of them. Right. So so we have to keep that into consideration, too. He's right. From top to bottom, every draft pick is a crapshoot. You're just try- you're you're drafting on potential, but you have to do your homework enough to believe that that potential will turn into a promising career. And, and that's what we feel like we're already seeing in Caleb Williams.
1: Jarvis, we appreciate the telephone call. And now Jarvis leaves line open 312-332-3776 is our mm-hmm. phone number. Pleasant Prairie. Here's Joe <laughs> on and J. Hood. Joe, good morning.
2: Hey, Joe.
3: Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Love the show. Thank you, Joe. Um, I, I just I just hope I have a lot of confidence in Ryan Pohl. And I trust that he's going to do right by, for the Bears. And I think your point is exactly on on the beam, so to speak. We need to upgrade, and I think Kalen Williams. Yes, it is a crapshoot, but from everything I've seen, he looks like it's an he looks like he's an upgrade over Justin Fields. And that's not the knock on Justin Fields because he I think he showed a lot of flashes, and a lot of the Justin Fields fans are swayed by the flashes, but you can't you can't go by that. He's had three years and he had some maybe adverse circumstances and it's just not working out. Maybe it's best for both parties for him to move on and we're going to have to upgrade the offense in any event.
6: Yeah.
3: Um, So I just think it's best to go. I mean, he, everyone is, is picking and looking at Caleb like he's a generational talent or almost everyone I've, I've seen, so I don't. I don't see how you cannot pick them. Thanks for taking the call,
1: Joe. We appreciate the telephone Thanks, call. You know there's something else we have to take into account, Dion, and that is this: is that is, you know, those teams that pick at the top of the draft are usually terrible, mm. and also not just terrible at the time that they make the draft pick, but terrible as a front office, as an organization, lack of structure. The reason why usually you pick at the top of the draft is not because you're San Francisco or Kansas City. You, right. do, you do that because you're bad. Yes, and yes, you're bad. Yes. And, and, and so along with that, and that's a deep dive study that we'd have to do. Take a look at those first picks in the draft that were quarterbacks. Look at the organizations they were at. How long were those coaches still in place at, you know, and, or those general managers still in place? Usually when you're picking at the top. You're terrible. Mm -hmm. And so that and that's why. And then from there, when our our previous caller was talking about the draft. Yes, it's all a crapshoot. Yeah, absolutely. It's all roll the dice. But if you have the structure in place like Poles did, and I tell Cap this all the time. It is amazing. I don't know what that uh, interview process was like. Did Ryan Poles tell George McCaskey right to his face like, yeah, I'm going to get rid of a lot of your players because your team sucks with good veterans, with good veterans. They're not good enough. Yep. Sure. Just tear it down. That's a, that's a hard sell, but it's something that had to happen for this mm-hmm. Bears team to kind of reevaluate to reimagine who they are.
2: But it isn't. I mean, I've covered this team for a dozen years, and how many how many head coaches am I on now? I think this is my fifth. Yeah, fresh and, out and, of college. And, and different. That's amazing. I know, right? <laughs> um, and and didn't and, and what about general managers? We they've had different general managers since I've like this is the third GM. So yeah. it's that is where. You talk about like how long are those infrastructures in place, and and how do you set up a team for success? You you keep you build a foundation, you lay a solid foundation. It, there's a reason, hoodie, that every year we get to the postseason and it's the same teams. There's a reason.
1: Yeah. Because and it's of,
2: not the Bears right now.
1: They're solid in the draft. Mm-hmm. They know if they are if they have some slippage, they can find a way to be able to add in free agency. Yeah, solid to the quarterback position. Good GMs. Good ownership. That's usually where you, you want to find the good teams. Look at them in the postseason. Yeah. they're always there. They're
2: always there. That you'll you'll have your one off, like like the Texans. Maybe no one supp- thought they'd be there this year, but at, generally speaking. We're in the Super Bowl. No one is stunned that it's Chiefs 49ers.
1: Think about it. A number one for Justin Fields. If you traded Justin Fields, you got a number one pick and more. Could you imagine that for the Chicago Bears? I think that that would be a home run. We were speculating a second round, some third rounds, some compensation here and there. But Adam Schefter says, hey, you could possibly get a number one. Definitely. I I think they might get a one. Think about it. 312 332 ESPN. 332-3776, Our phone number will tell you what that phrase that pays will be. We're going to take care of your Super Bowl party. We'll tell you how. Coming up next, and your phone calls on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Here's today's headline. Headline with Cap and J Hood. Let's go to the newsroom.
2: Here's Dion Miller. Dion. Well, good morning. Headline's brought to you, of course. <laughs> ahead, you could drive a pace bus
1: through there. <laughs> what was your TV sorry. timing, I for I mean, I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying to help our dear friend. When you it's hear
1: fine. the PA man says, now time for sports. Yes, Here's Dion see, I Miller. didn't have my
2: headphones on yet, so I wasn't sure if this was just a practice run. Or was the practice run? Can we try this <laughs> there, one more time? Can no we do re- it again? This is radio. There's no rehearsals. Can we revamp this in editing? Okay. Uh, Headlines brought to you by the Common Energy Efficiency Program. The Bulls picked up a huge overtime victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves at the United Center last night. They trailed 69-47 at halftime and rallied. DeMar DeRozan and Kobe White each scored 33 points. Kobe White had 30 of his points in the second half alone. Busevich added... 24. A huge victory for a Bulls team that now faces the NBA trade deadline tomorrow. Multiple Bulls could be on the move, including Andre Drummond. That's what I think is going to happen. DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso, as the Bulls have reportedly told teams Kobe White is the lone untouchable player on the roster. My, how far we have come. Uh, correct. The Blackhawks are back in action tonight after their all-star break. They'll take on the Minnesota Wild at the United Center. Puck- <laughs> okay. Puck drop oh. is set for 8:30 p. 8:30 local. Why would you do that to us? Uh, and Jim Harbaugh has officially added to his Chargers staff, hiring Harbaugh's defensive coordinator from Michigan, Jesse Minter. Chargers are looking to add Harbaugh's San Francisco offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. Bet. And that is headlines brought to you by the Comet Energy Efficiency Program.
5: Cap and J Hood are back.
2: We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. We are back. Yeah. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
1: Watch Captain Jay Hood and all the shows on ESPN Chicago on the YouTube feed. Look for YouTube.com. Subscribe to the ESPN Chicago channel. And by the way, we're going to take care of your Super Bowl party. Brought to you by Lou Melnatis. We have a phrase that pays when it comes to being able to get yourself, is it, is it $250? It is
4: 250 whole dollars. We're not kidding about taking care of the party.
1: That's
2: amazing. All
1: right, so when you hear this...
2: I love rubbing and touching my meat.
1: Make sure that you give us a call. we will be caller 10 to the regular line, 312-332-3776. Oh my that phrase can come up at any time.
2: I love rubbing and touching my meat. Yeah,
1: so when you hear that, Thanks. make sure that you're by your listening device and be caller 10 to the regular line, 312-332-3776. All right, to the phone lines we go. We've been talking to you about what's happening with the Chicago Bears. Again, this is from Adam Schefter, who is on with uh, Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, Adam Schefter uh, was asked, would the Bears still receive a big haul if they dealt the number one pick to Washington? Adam Schefter says...
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I don't even know what you guys have discussed as potential compensation, uh, but to me, it's at a minimum of two once. Start there. Minimum. Yeah, because Yurko was, like, throwing at us, like, a third, like, because it's only one spot. We said, screw no, that. Like, that you get matter. the world. Yeah. I don't care that it's one spot. It's, It's one spot for one allegedly generational talent. And if he is what people say and you love him and you are the Bears and you're giving up the right to go pick this guy for whatever reason, then, then you're going to be and should be compensated.
1: So thoughts there from Adam Schefter? Definitely. I, th- I think they might get a one. A one. Could you imagine that? A number one pick now. Again, that sounds feasible to me even before we heard from Schefter. Yeah. Again, teams are desperate or teams feel like, yes, this is the one guy that can make a difference from our franchise. So, of course, when you, when you have the number one pick,
2: you have the
1: world by the tail.
2: Correct. You can demand that, can't you? You're in position of power. Sure. So you can say, we're not giving up you can you can set the market for that is what i'm trying to say no question about it are you rattled a little bit you are, are you i'm rattled? okay i'm back it, i'm back it's I'm just back. 39 after the hour you can't be rattled of our first hour i'm fine it's fine it's all fine <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's everything's fine
1: <laughs> tom in oak lawn there's a football guy on espn 1000 tom good morning uh morning hoodie morning Dion. so uh
6: First of all, Hoodie, congratulations on your Sunday wrestling show on Busted Open. Me and my son enjoy watching it, but listening to it. I'm sorry every every Sunday morning when I'm going to take him to RE so in well, church.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate that.
2: Awesome.
6: Yeah. So and, uh, and and no offense, and uh, this is probably where I'm going to say something where it'll offend. But if we could get a first round pick for Justin Fields, then I will. Uh, I'll drive the moving truck. So (laughs) because I mean no, and especially if it's like a first round pick, uh, still that seems like the top ten or anything like that. Then you're telling me that we could possibly get like our quarterback of the future, along with like still get like a uh, a weapon that we can draft for him, and possibly a defensive uh, pass rusher. Then I'm sold. I'm. Sign me up. So uh, people keep saying that this team needs more picks and everything like that. Uh, another first round pick in this draft. That's, uh, that's definitely more picks. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's right to, to get that truck and get him out of here to get Caleb Williams as a quarterback for the Bears. You're
2: not convinced. You're not sure. I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that, that the Bears are going to make that decision.
1: What have you been hearing? Deion now, I've not
2: I've not been hearing anything just based on the way that they spoke at the end, the last time we heard from Ryan Poles, the way that he spoke about what he's looking for in a quarterback, he really described Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Because leadership before the tape. Mm-hmm. What he's like in the locker room before what he's like on the field. Yes. And they know that. And they kept the head coach. They're all about continuity. Yes. So that's the reason that it makes me slightly skeptical that they will make a bold move like that.
1: Because what you're laying out for us is you have a new offensive coordinator and pretty much new offensive staff,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but Matt Iberflus is still the head coach.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: why would you change the quarterback? Now not here, from ex-players that you hear don't, from...
2: Don't you think that getting rid of Luke Getzey was some sort of indication that they didn't think it was Justin who was the problem?
1: I think it was a flex by Iberflus that you kind of you know, come a hat in hand and say, my defense is straight. But the offense, right. yeah, I mean, that, there's that's a, way to keep, that's a way to keep your job, is it right, not? Right,
2: right.
1: I mean, yeah. that is one way. I mean, you're sitting across the table from Warren and Poles, mm-hmm. and they say, how come the offense hasn't grown much? Right. Is that on you, coach? Well, I'm just a defensive coordinator. Right, right. Yeah, but but he's still the head coach. It's still his responsibility.
2: It is. It, it is. It absolutely is. But um, I I don't know. I just a lot to still discuss about that and to see and to see and and from what we've seen from polls I, I agree with our previous callers that like we we can trust him right now from what what we've seen i think he's earned the right to make this decision and see and and see what he sees in the future for the team
1: dion miller reporting justin fields will be staying in <laughs> chicago i did not the- say
2: that. that i said i huh? would not be surprised if he was here
1: oh you're oh not, I'm not
2: backpedaling.
1: So it's not going to be on the bottom line on ESPN. You don't it shouldn't want that. Be, no. You don't want that smoke. That's I, don't
2: all. That. I do not. No, I do not. <laughs> Dion Miller doesn't want the smoke. I don't. Okay. No, I just that's what I believe based on their whole franchise reputation of what we've seen over the years. I just don't know if they'll say, All right, Justin, bye. Okay. But But um, if you're getting if you're getting a first round pick, sure. That I think that would be that would be like, oh, okay, yeah, for sure. It's the
1: price of poker. You know, what are, right. you, what are you willing to, what cards are you willing to throw out there? I totally understand it. Now, I will go and, I'll, you know, the audience has heard me say this a million times. And maybe this will be your first time hearing me say this. But it's just like, I just want what's best for the Chicago Bears. I'm not just yeah. a Justin Fields fan or right. just a, you know, just a DJ Moore fan. I want what's best for the Bears. And if they feel like Justin Fields is best for the Bears, you're going to change anyway, no matter who the yeah. quarterback is. I'm yeah. talking about as far as the infrastructure around it. We went over mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean you <laughs> Caleb Williams can't be the quarterback of this team he has got no one to snap him the ball.
2: Correct. You got to go
1: go right. center you're going to go centerless. No. Nope. Yeah, so so no center. <laughs> it's an
2: innovative new way to play off. Yeah.
1: Like like who's going to get him the ball? And so that's why you got to make changes on the offensive line and you've got to be able to upgrade your wide receiver spot. So no matter who the quarterback is, you're going to change, but now the question is who's going to be the quarterback right. in that spot. Right. Kalib. That's the question. There he yeah. is. That yeah Caleb it's, K- it's Caleb. It's Caleb. Caleb. All, right. All right. All right. I, I give up. Did someone say that? Yes. Oh my, it. it's, uh, oh my word! Is Caleb? Oh my gosh! That's our guy from Mike from Palos. Caleb. Yeah. Kaleeb. Yeah. I mean tell you about this Caleb. It, it, look, it wouldn't be Chicago if you wouldn't mispronounce the names. That's
2: us, right? <laughs> we, I mean, we, we. Where do I shop? The Jewels with an S. That's what we do. No, we, but we, it's Kaleeb. not a mispronunciation. Caleb is a mispronunciation. I mean, this is what we
1: do, though. I guess. <laughs> That's what we do around here. Like Joey G does it all the time. Oh, my gosh. Right, Joey? Good morning. Was it my gosh for me, Dan, Or <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Where is it for All right, Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Hoodie. Mm-hmm. my question to you is, is the Rock going to win the World Wrestling Federation title against Roman Reigns? Uh, now I'm gonna go back now I'm gonna go back to the question that you guys answered. Okay. If we trade Justin and get a number one pick that only fills one hole for the uh wherever offensive or defensive line. Mm-hmm. If we do with Caleb and we get three or four picks and build a foundation around Justin, I'm I don't want another twenty twenty four
1: of Justin and Eperf. Damn. I think that Roman Reigns wins. (laughs) (laughs) Since since you asked. Joey G, we appreciate the telephone call. Coming up next. We'll take more of your phone calls to the future of the Chicago Bears. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Well, he asked. You have to he be able ask. to. did
2: ask. I'm glad you answered. I was on the edge of yeah. my seat. Oh, were you? <laughs> 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 she's having to
1: sit down and she's on the edge of her seat. How about that, everybody? With Deon Miller, the Hood with you. Deon's in for Cap. Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000. Also on 100.3 FM HD2.
0: Welcome back to Cap and J Hood. You're officially locked in. Oh, no,
5: Chicago's
1: home for sports
2: ESPN Chicago
1: Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We're with you till 10 o'clock. Then Mike Greenberg comes in at 10. Carmen and Yurko 12 to 3. Rodlin Silly will cross over with Carmen and Yurko at 2.30. Black and Abdallah 6.30 to 7.45. Right into Northwestern basketball as take on Fred Hoiberg in Nebraska. 7.45 for Northwestern right here. On your home for sports, ESPN 1000, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Sidebars are brought to you by Aiken Law. Three, one, two, six million for the great Howard Aiken. Sign my ball. Um,
2: What? So so
1: you saw. (laughs) No, not you. Just sign. You ever see the Aiken commercial with Tim Anderson?
2: Oh, yeah. And
1: Aiken says, can you sign my Sign my ball? Okay, wow. You remember Tim Anderson, right? I
2: do, vaguely. Yeah.
1: I'm not asking you to do that. (laughs) Who? Tune in. Yeah. Who? The old Tim Anderson. Remember him?
2: I do remember Tim.
1: Unemployed baseball player?
2: I was going to say. Yeah. He's still looking for somewhere to report, isn't he?
1: I sent you uh, a a video of uh, a young lady in Dubai getting into an Uber, but there was no driver.
2: It. That's insane.
1: Now again, I saw this on 60 Minutes, Dion, about mm-hmm. a year ago, where they did a special on truck drivers with no driver. Like, like the load is is already taken care of.
2: That is, sounds so incredibly dangerous.
1: But no truck driver behind the wheel. Now here is the thing: you can send a a truck or an Uber to a path, mm-hmm. but you never take into account weather or oh, or road changes, those the, kind of things,
2: or the other people around, like. That just seems incredibly dangerous. No no like that's that's the biggest concern when you're out on the road, right? Like yes. I know you can drive from point A to B, but I don't know about these people around you. <laughs> that's right? right? That's right. the scary part.
1: So you would not so again, you might be in a small town. And <laughs> the only Uber is a Uberless driver where it's like there's nobody there, they're steering, they're no left and right, don't know exactly where to go, and you're not getting in it. If there's an Uber and you're the passenger and there's no driver, you're not getting in that car, right? No,
2: I'm not. I'm not. I'm walking. If I'm in a small town and that's the only Uber, I'm going to walk.
1: Shay, would you do that? I mean, look, and we've seen this. And I feel bad for the truck drivers. I should, I should have started there because, I mean, you work hard for a living. And you know how some of these companies will, will pinch any penny to be able to get their freight from one place to the other without paying a driver. That's crazy. To me, you have to take into account the road. The road's not the same just because you put it on Google Maps. So would you get into right. an,
4: uh, would you get into a, an Uber or a Lyft with no driver? Uh, I think no. <laughs> I, right. I wouldn't even think like if I. How would you even know that was your Lyft? If I walked out, and I saw a car in the street with no driver. I'd think oh, I was parked car. I wouldn't think that that car's waiting for
1: me. <laughs> you know what it looks like. The icon is on your phone though, right? Blue
4: Ultima. I've never seen that. Right.
2: Yeah, it, you've never seen that, Shay. The icon of what the car is is right there on your phone oh mind. no no no
4: the yeah. driverless
1: car oh have yeah, never seen the, dri- the driverless
2: yeah.
4: but even if i see if it says blue altima and i walk out and i see a blue altima and there's nobody in the driver's seat i'm not thinking that must be my uber right I'm like what the hell's going on here
1: yeah i mean even if you can get the same type of car and i still will just lean in and say um pick up for hood or, <laughs> like, right like, at least and the guy will respond right it was just right. like yeah jonathan right. like yep so hey hey uh you know, hey, Charlie, hey, uh, Octob, whatever his name is, right? <laughs> whatever his name is, right? You lean in and say, make sure it's the right name. Make sure the license plate's right, the right car, and then you get in. Right. Which you have s- it like Kit from uh, Night right, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Get in, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, they,
2: they, but they built a friendship over the years. Like, they knew they were gonna, it was going to be okay. Because <laughs> that was normal. What? Right. <laughs> Come on! Gosh, I loved that. Show. <laughs> I
1: mean, I want you to think about that, though, right? <laughs> they, yeah. Anyway, At the time, ahead. how innovative it was that, right? You have Larry, a talking car. You're it,
2: talking into your into your watch. Now we do that.
1: It's your best friend, Michael. So be all careful. of this to say, Michael,
2: David Hasselhoff was ahead of the curve.
1: Michael, be careful. There's road construction up, up ahead. <laughs> Thank you, kid. I know that. Michael, what's the matter? What's wrong, kid? You're not talking to me now. I'm putting you on ignore. I'm Honest. putting you on timeout. Do not disturb. How are you not talking to me, kid? I need your help. Oh and they used to fight with they one did. another.
2: They did. They argued. They were, yeah. Come on. It's an interesting dynamic now that you think about
1: it. Oh, yeah, you're arguing with your own car.
2: Wouldn't you do that if you had a driverless Uber? You'd be like, <laughs> why are you going this way? <laughs> Who said because this was the best to- route? You're getting on the eat It's 5 o'clock. What are you doing?
1: I need to get gas, Michael. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, who's going to fill it up? I mean, oh there's no driver to fill it up. Right. Hey, you. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? I'm in the Uber, and I've got to be the one to fill up the no. gas. No. <laughs> the car time, I
4: need gas. Get out. Get
1: get your ass out and fill me up. <laughs> It. You're so, you're the, the oh wait. You're the driver, even though you're not the driver, but yeah, you are
2: the driver. And I gotta it, I gotta it, clean the windshield and I gotta fill up gas. I if, gotta do that too. Here's a question. If there's no driver, is it cheaper? Oh You're not paying the driver.
4: Yeah, who are you tipping?
2: Who are you tipping? Yeah,
4: you don't have to tip.
2: Hmm.
4: I'm sure it's hell not tipping Skynet. I'm not You're either. not using my money to make the Terminator. Low air pressure. Fill up my left <laughs> tire. Oh
1: my I Can gotta you? do what? <laughs> you're the one driving. me well, to work. I mean, you're the one driving this thing, even though there's no one there. Oh, it's crazy. time for an oil change.
2: I know. Oil change oh, soon.
1: Get what? your ass under the hood. Wait a minute. I got. Wait. Well, I gotta drive. Wait. I have to go to Oil Express and pay for this too. Mm-hmm. But the papers at <laughs> Jiffy Lube don't sign themselves. <laughs> I, I think that's the perfect. I think Shay as the voice of the drive, driverless car works for me. I think that that's that works. a good fit.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse as, me, as Shay. <laughs> You open the door. Are you Dion Miller? Uh, are you Dion Miller? We don't yes, have time sir. for this.
2: What are you doing? Get in the effing car. <laughs>
4: The uh, you damn, it, you know what? Brakes went out. Could you just uh, help me out here? Fix the brakes, please.
1: What? No. I'm, I'm just trying to get town. Fix downtown. the brakes, please. <laughs> take me to Pep Boys now. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my god! And by the way, get me a carton of cigarettes, Marlboro Red, please. <laughs> You're not even there. You're they're not even a driver. You're, there's no one.
4: Who I, need I talking ma- to. I need Marlboro Reds now. <laughs> you got to pay for the gas too. Wait a I'm minute not minute even here. Gosh. What do you think? I'm going to use my card? I'm not here. Put the card in the machine.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Oh my
1: goodness. So now, now you, now Dion, you're dealing with a pushy,
4: yeah,
1: uh, a no, pushy, pushy driver. aggressive
2: driver. A, uh, just a voice apparently, <laughs> yes, yeah, which is just fantastic. I think the real headline in all of this is that we just learned that Night Rider was so innovative. Was and now we're like living that driverless cars driverless talking car. to our our watch. Yes. We're living that life.
4: Yes. I think driverless road rage would be great, too. <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell is this guy doing in front of me going so slow? You're on the left lane. Get over. <laughs> you're just in the back seat. I think like, you should have a choice hell?
2: of your driver voice, like on Waze. You know, you can pick. You can pick the Shea voice, and that'll be your driverless Uber.
4: <laughs> or you.
1: Or, yeah. or, you. or it's, you. It's fine. It, we're going to get there. It's fine. It'll, fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's good.
2: We're good. Please buckle up. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs>
1: shot or no shot in two minutes on Cap and J. Hood.